It's Monday morning, it's 9.30, and it's time for Food Talk. I'm Marianne Myers, and I am joined by telephone with my fabulous co-host, Linda Perkins. Good morning, Linda. Good morning. I got my apron on. You do? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you dress specifically for this show, or am I just interrupting something in the kitchen and you're, you know got your apron on. Well, well, I knew that we were going to take the show and I just didn't want to be a liar. <laughs> You're so good. <laughs> My goals are lowly. How are you, Marianne? I'm well, and I'm pretty excited because it's March and uh, March means spring, right? And daylight oh, saving I thought, time. I thought you I thought you were going to say madness. <laughs> <laughs> and madness. <laughs> yes, yes. Got a little bit of cabin fever. Oh, my, my da- god! My dad always called it March malingering. Oh, that was, that's a good one. I know, so old-fashioned, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think cabin fever has been um, the state of, uh, you know, the state of the state for a very long time now. Yeah, Yikes. yeah. Anyway... I wonder what you've been cooking. Well, um, let's see. Nothing very exciting. You know that I quit drinking coffee. <laughs> yes, and and you still are, so that's pretty amazing because we haven't talked for a while. <gasps> I know, so no caffeine, so um, I, I spend a lot more time staring off into space than cooking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, call it meditation, and then there you go, you know. <laughs> I, um, I normally drink... Um, um, iced coffee. I like iced coffee. I'll drink hot coffee sometimes, but I prefer iced coffee. And so, um, maybe, oh, this is so stupid, but maybe like once every 18 months, all the ice cubes in my iced coffee on the side of the glass will line up so that they're like a smiley face, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I always, it's always like, it brings me great joy. It like, it like, um, it does. I just love it. And I'm always like, everybody come look quick, you know? And so, um, yes, I know. It's like seeing some revelation in your flour yeah, tortilla. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus in your tea leaves or on your toast or something. So, yeah. so anyway, the other day, so I've been drinking decaf iced coffee. And so everything lined up so that the, the, um, the ice cubes looked really stern. Like it was like a stern <laughs> face. So I'm like, damn, look, my coffee has a stern face, but apparently I've been a little grumpy because I haven't had any caffeine. And and what he heard is that stirring, I, I, that I was like too mean to stir my own coffee. He wanted me to stir my coffee. So he really carefully came over with his big long spoon and he stirred my coffee. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, what you said. <laughs> and I'm like, no, stern coffee. My coffee was stern. <laughs> he is so uh, sweet though. Oh, I know, I know. Oh, so that's what's gosh. been going on over here. Well, you have been having all the fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well I, I did make a, a whole lot of zucchini bread you did yeah yeah um for uh i just like having well i made 18 loaves to me that's a whole lot that is and a I, whole I, lot I, yeah and i put them you know in the freezer and um a lot of things like that a lot of cakes a lot of quick breads a lot of you know like banana bread zucchini bread they freeze just perfectly brownies freeze perfectly too it's it's really uh, uh, I think a, a nice quality that they have that you can make them ahead and make them in big batches if it's something that you always want to have around. Anyway, so I, I made the eighteen loaves of zucchini bread and got them down in the freezers. And then the next day, I don't know why I went down there, 
but um, I'm so glad I did. But I, I went down there and one of the upright freezers had like a little tiny dribble of water running out from underneath it. Oh. So I opened it up and yes, the freezer was dead. Oh my gosh, that was that was really something. Oh, well, so, it was too soon to have all of uh, your baked goods go bad, but what else was in that freezer? Yeah, no, there, no, no, nothing was, nothing um, had thawed, yeah. and which was so lucky because I'd just been down there the day before. But it was lucky and unlucky because the space that 18 loaves of zucchini bread take up <laughs> <laughs> could have been used to move the stuff from oh that freezer God. to the other freezers. So it was a, a great, like, cooking of a lot of soup <laughs> and, um, um, you know, giving things away. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Well, you know, I think about uh, the poor people in Texas right now and other parts of the country that are suffering with uh, extreme winter weather and have no electricity and no yeah. water. And so all by now, all the food that was stored is gone. I mean, every, yeah. anything that was refrigerated or frozen is done, and yeah. there's no water. I mean, that is a uh, what the heck do you do yeah. without water? It's, yeah, it, it's it's uh, both electricity and water are just things we really take for you know yes advantage it, yeah. in in a, a first world nation. You know, yeah, it was just like when um, the pandemic started and there was no toilet paper, I mean, you really, really take that for granted, you know, and that's yeah. what I meant. Not take it for advantage, take it for granted. Yeah. So anyway, I know we're very lucky. I, I, yeah. uh, I think that every single day, if, yeah, no, no <laughs> if you have a roof over your head and water and food and you're not sick, uh, you're very, yeah. very, very lucky. Yeah. Well, I've been, uh, I haven't been cooking anything very inspirational, but I've been cooking like crazy because, you know, what else oh, are yeah? we going <laughs> well, yeah, to yeah. eat? So, well, what have you been making? Um, I've been making, I, I made a giant batch of mac and cheese so that I could share food with others. And um, okay. I've been doing everything it's possible to do with a potato. And I know we've covered that in the past, <laughs> so I'm not going to dwell. I'm not dwelling. But it is winter, and there are certain uh, vegetables, even though I think starchy vegetables are uh, sort of off to the side of the whole vegetable mm -hmm. issue. But um, potatoes and winter squash are a couple of things you can always find that are local and good. So mm -hmm. I've been using them, um, but I'm looking forward to spring. I'm looking forward to asparagus. I know they're mm -hmm. out there, but they're coming from afar. So, yeah. Um, uh, Green beans, well, here normally the thing that I get so excited about spring is the um, salad greens, you know. Yeah. But the, the last couple of years, there's just a, a farmer or two in our area that has done such a good job of growing winter greens. Yes. That, that I just I don't feel so deprived, you know. Yes. And and I'm kind of thankful for that because uh, at the yes <laughs> at the beginning of the show when you said I'm looking forward to spring, I'm like, oh, spring. And then I thought, oh, but I've been having really good salads, you know, and yeah. it's made of local ingredients. And, and um, uh, that's, that's a way that the food chain in our area has really, really stepped up. You know? Yes, yes. But, you know, it won't be long before we have snap peas and that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. So uh, any kind, I mean, every season change brings with it a new kind of food that is specific to that time of year. And so... Mm -hmm. uh, Easing on into a new one is always good. It's a good thing. Yeah. Hey, uh, before we leave the entire 
subject of mac and cheese, which does not merit a whole lot of time. <laughs> but I'm curious what kind of pasta you prefer when you make mac and cheese. Like what? You shape? know, I just I I usually just use macaroni. Yeah. And I, I use the um like elbow macaroni. The little ones. Yeah, elbow macaroni, not the little salad ones, but just the big ones. Yeah. And I I usually um, get everything going pretty good on the stove top, and then just put it in a pan and bake it. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Yeah. Do you do uh, yeah. breadcrumbs? Do you breadcrumb it? You know, um, I don't very often because, um, um, I and I know I'm in the minority, but I I just I, I like it creamy with maybe a little bit of brown cheese, just a little bit. But the crunchy stuff, I can take it or leave it. Yeah. What do you do? Um, I usually do a little um, toasted breadcrumbs on top because I, I and and yeah. the uh, the panko kind of breadcrumbs, the Japanese okay. uh, breadcrumbs because yeah, they're, really they're crunchier and um, yeah. and I, I don't know, I just like it, but it's not as great left over. Like you yeah, know, there's almost always leftover mac and cheese, and it's uh, better without the. Uh, Really sad and tired breadcrumbs on top. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just wondering yeah, I, about I, the shape because I I end up using any sh- you know whatever I've got. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I made it so, this um, last time with cavatappi, which are the little corkscrews, and uh, that was pretty delicious because they're not. Yeah, they would hold the cheese really well. Yeah, and they're not very big, so it's easy to get a reasonable forkful without. Yeah. Uh, yeah having to wear it so so anyway. I've, i talked about this maybe it was even a couple of years ago but um when you you say the breadcrumbs on the top um and i don't know if you remember but i just did like an experiment where i just put some room temperature butter and and not a ton in with a, a couple you know torn up pieces of bread into my food processor and oh, it worked right. really well for making breadcrumbs like usually you know, you melt butter and you mix it up with yeah. breadcrumbs, and yeah. but this was this was better because the butter was on everything. It wasn't so soaked in. It wasn't like too oily and weird, you know. Yeah. And um, I didn't think it would work. I don't even know why I did it. I thought it would just make a paste, but it didn't. It made really good um, breadcrumbs once they were toasted up in the oven on top of whatever I was putting it on. And I do think it was macaroni and cheese, <laughs> but um, um, I put a little garlic salt in there too, and it turned out really, really good. That's a really good idea. And it, and it makes me wonder if uh, I've been using, I don't know, I'm on a panko jag lately, but, but they're it's be- great. They're really great. And to be able to use them with uh, leftovers, like, um, uh, ba- uh, mashed winter squash, baked squash that I can mash up and put into patties, like mix with an egg and uh, make it into patties and then just uh, dip them in egg and panko and pan fry them. Mm-hmm. They're delicious. And yeah. um, I-, I wonder if those kinds of, uh, you know, if I did that with the breadcrumbs, if that would be even better. I bet it would. Yeah, I'll try it. Hey, I'm trying to remember, um, but the um, Uptown Cafe out there in Warrington, I think that they um, uh, make their French toast with panko on it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not uh, soggy. Not so soggy, you know, limp. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and just an interesting, you know, texture. It was delicious. Wow. I will try it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so I was watching um, 
a video the other day, an Allison, you know, Allison Roman, who is a New York Times uh, chef and does um, videos from home now, from her New York apartment. Okay. <laughs> um, for uh, cooking videos, and she was okay. making um, this really wonderful uh, meal with um, chickpeas, and okay. she was saying that she never ever soaks her dried beans ever. And, really? um, and she said, "You can do what you want, make yourself happy, but here's what I here's my uh, take on that: is that yes, it takes a little longer for them to cook." Uh, mm-hmm. But if you soak them overnight, you've dealt mm-hmm. with cleaning them and then putting them in water and letting them soak o- overnight and then rinsing them and then putting them in the... And she she said, I would argue you are not saving any time and it, it's just this other unnecessary step. Uh, she okay. said, but do what you want. Don't, you know... <laughs> Okay. Don't write me nasty things about this. <laughs> she goes, I have never soaked a dried bean ever, and I'm not going to start now, which was interesting to me. And I, I you know, in the restaurant world, you, you don't soak beans. You just cook okay. beans. Uh, but the other thing that was really interesting to me was that she put salt in when she starts cooking them. And I've always heard that if you salt the beans before, you know, before they're done, that they will Mm -hmm. never get done. And she says that is not true. And if you have dried beans that never get soft, they're too old, throw them out and get new beans. So and that's the only reason that I'm kind of loathe to cook that way. And it's it's not a fault of the process. It's a fault of me because I know I have old beans in the house. Yeah. And I just don't want to make a mistake. And and I, I do the stupid thing, which I no longer do with beans, which is I transfer them to a canister, you know, an airtight canister. Oh, right. Yeah. And that's, um, I learned with um, my split peas, it's just a big mistake because I made a giant, I mean, like a vat of split pea soup. And split peas are soft in, you know, half an hour. Yeah. And um, um, no, I mean, I cooked that thing for six hours and they never got soft because they were too old. Yeah. And so I learned then not to do that. But. Once I am so sure that I have all the old beans out of the house, then um, well, I, um, I, I will do that. Well, I, I don't know how else you do it if you're not going to cook an entire package of beans, which is usually a pound or something. I mean, that's way too many beans to cook for your family of two or three or four. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you have to put them in something. Are you just yeah. saying that if you put them in something like that, you forget about them? Yeah, I just forget how old they are because yeah. I, I use a variety of beans, you know, yeah, so I'm not yeah, going to yeah. use the same kind of bean all the time and I go to another bean next time. But I just, I need to be way more conscious because that split pea, that vat of soup, that was a big waste, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah. I need to be way more careful that I date the beans and that I know what I have and I'm not combining, you know, Yeah. Stuff. I've started putting them in um, uh, quart jars because that'll hold yeah. like a half a package of dried beans. So if I'm going to cook yeah. a half and what I realize is that I see them <laughs> when they're in clear oh, glass, that's, that's, yeah. I see them because seriously, yeah. I am not going to get out the masking tape and date everything. That's what I did yeah. when I was getting paid to do that. Now, nobody's going to yeah. pay me to do that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going to do it. So I'm just going to see that I have beans and uh, cook them. But I just thought yeah. that was interesting because I have always thought 
I shouldn't salt the beans until they were Yeah, I've heard that, but then I think that Alton Brown did a thing and he said it was okay. Like he did all the experiments, but I might be dreaming that. Yeah. I don't know. And and also, you know, it, your caveat that the internet lies is always uh, in the back of my mind. <laughs> yeah. You just then, never really I mean, know. I've I've cooked beans like um instead of soaking them, just like cooked them real low and slow because I hadn't soaked them, you know. Yeah. In in broth that had salt in it and that didn't hurt them, so Yeah. Um uh, clearly the whole I, salt I think, thing I is think not it's okay. Yeah. We're, we're blaming the salt when it should be the old beans. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to take a can, quick, you, I'm sorry. You can call me that from now on. Old beans? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm done with generous half cup. Not oh. enough caffeine to be generous anymore. <laughs> it, that is a, a, such a sad commentary that our intake of caffeine is solely responsible for any uh, goodness in us <laughs> it's not it's not just a, you know a natural inclination inclination i want to take a second remind everybody or inform everybody that uh, food talk is a co-production of uh, kmun and north coast food web where uh, we have a local marketplace that you should check out at uh, northcoastfoodweb.org um, hey. uh, yeah, I'm so excited that the local uh, producers have kept the little market going all what we think of as off season with yeah. fabulous local stuff. I mean, really, I think that the um, food producers in and around the lower Columbia area are, have really... Um, stepped up there's more than ever and they're uh, producing more than ever it's very cool very cool for our yeah. local economies yeah yeah and just for the freshness and um, variety you know yeah it's great hey yeah. I have a question about um, uh, I know that you and I both get recipes offline uh, often from very specific sites that we trust but w- mm-hmm. we do get um recipes offline as opposed to out of a book on a shelf. And um, I wonder if you read the comments and if you, and if the comments that you read about the uh, other people's experience with any particular recipe uh, influences whether or not you try it. Um, Yeah, I do. So, so two different things. One, certainly the rating. If I'm looking at a recipe online, I'm going to look and see how many stars it has. Because if it has three stars instead of five, there's a reason. Yeah. And and I'll read the comments because I thought, well, that sounded like a good recipe. And then everybody's like, it doesn't work. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not dumb. You know, they're not all Russian bots. <laughs> <laughs> Russia doesn't care about, you know, if a souffle falls. So, yeah. So, so um, and then also... Um, if, if somebody, there, there's so often there's a lot of creativity, don't you think, in the comments? And somebody yes. will say, oh, I added ginger to this, and yes. it was so much better. And then, you know, five other people, be, I, I did what Carolyn said, and I added ginger, and it was great. And and I'll try it that way. If I'm like, oh, I like ginger, you know, I'll yeah. try it. If it's like acidity or something like that, I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> I don't like that, you know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to do that too, but every once in a while I read um, – uh, comments that have obviously affected the rating 
of a recipe that I have loved, and really? I real and I realized that the com- I think that the comments are whiny. You know, like oh, oh yeah, this yeah. took too long. That's yeah, one of, oh yeah. That's yeah. one of the reasons that people will downgrade their opinion of a recipe because it had too many steps or it took too yeah. long. But um, if if that's not how you measure a recipe, then um, discard <laughs> discard yeah, that it's information. It's not like it's a bad recipe. It's just not a recipe for you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I was thinking like, about that because I. I I have a really favorite recipe for mushroom lasagna that I got off of the Epicurious website. And um, it's probably only got a three or three and a half stars. All, almost all of them because it has, uh, you know, it has steps where you have to saute things and let them cool. And, Mm -hmm. um, but it is a fabulous, fabulous recipe i mean it's a great food um and and it's got a ton of different kinds of mushrooms and which we have access to all year round plus Mm -hmm. dried mushrooms and it's Mm -hmm. a bechamel sauce and it's just fabulous um see that's a that's a shame when that happens so you know same thing when and when people say, oh, I substituted, you know, cream for soy milk and it didn't work. One star. Yeah. Yeah. Grain of salt. That's it. You got to yeah. take it with a yeah. grain of salt. <laughs> yeah. So. And especially when there are exceptional recipes like your mushroom lasagna and people really, I mean, they're, they're generous in posting them, you know, and, and putting that out there. This is a lot of work, but this is a really great lasagna recipe that I made, you know. And then somebody's like, eh, it didn't take 15 minutes. One star. <laughs> so, yeah. It's so true. I'm going to yeah. make some mushroom lasagna, though, today. I'm going to make it. So uh, one Ooh. thing that's interesting to me about this particular recipe is that it rec- it, it specifically states do not use no bake lasagna pasta use the okay. the the kind with the ruffly edges and um okay. and parboil them first you know on like at really al dente uh, and then make your lasagna with that and it okay. never tells you why i can't okay. actually imagine well, why. if it's just the bechamel and mushrooms i mean in in lasagna you've got the tomato sauce and there's a lot of water in that i wonder if that's why there's yeah. really not water in bechamel. No, that's true. And and the uh, the mushrooms get sautéed with shallots and a bunch of stuff until there's no liquid. So okay. um, I think that most of the liquid is, uh, you know, in the uh, brandy. <laughs> <laughs> and now we know why. So <laughs> <Friday>. delicious. <laughs> or Monday, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I bet I bet it is that the there's not enough uh liquid to properly cook the no bake pasta. Yeah. Anyway. And I think the no bake pasta is okay, but I always like it better when I boil the noodles. Do I you really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, because of flavor or because of texture? Or texture. Both? What about yeah. you? Um I don't like the roughly edged noodles I, and I'm not sure why I don't like them. I re- I'm resentful of them. <laughs> They're too pretty. Oh, here we go. <laughs> One star. Right back to high school. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Allow me to demonstrate that whole star system based on nothing. Oh, jeez. I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe, maybe I just don't. You know, it's a whole other thing. You got to cook them, right? Uh, with yeah, the no yeah. bake, you just lay them in there, and and they yeah. work fine for um, the no bake works fine for traditional style yeah. lasagna. So well, and it's less time and it's less work and it's less cleanup. You don't have to clean up that lasagna pot. Yeah, yeah, boiling pot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> I have no really justifiable excuse. I just <laughs> don't like them. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to use them today. Well, speaking of online reviews, it wasn't really a review, but somebody, and I I can't remember who it was, but it was a writer for either the Oregonian or the New York Times. You know, they're super similar. Anyway, um, uh, they were talking about air fryers. Neither of us has an air fryer, and, you know, everybody loves them so much. And she was saying why she loves them, and she's a food writer. She's a really good cook, right? And she said that um, it's for the egg rolls. What? That, that it just makes them so crisp and so perfect, egg rolls and spring rolls. Huh. And so I think I might get one. I mean, I was pretty determined that I was going to get one because I love egg rolls. You know, because, I, I mean, do I need to make French fries at home? No. You know, so I yeah. didn't, you know, I just really didn't want one. But, um, yeah, so I was thinking about getting one. But then I looked at them and, oh, there's just such a myriad, so many different kinds, so many different, yeah, you know, yeah. shapes and sizes and I so I got a little overwhelmed and I didn't make egg rolls. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. normally if you do egg rolls without an air fryer you would just fry them in oil? Um no, I do them in the oven cuz I just don't I don't want that big zat of oil. I don't want my house smelling like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to clean really, up after it. Yeah, either. I really hate deep frying. I hate how my house it just smells like a really bad restaurant for 3 days, you know. Yeah. I just I just don't I just don't want to. So. <laughs> Does it make you uh, crave going to an all-night diner and having a patty melt? I mean, that's what it smells like. Is a... It makes me crave caffeine. Oh. Well, does everything I'm right now? kidding. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Including roughly pasta. <laughs> uh, sorry. Oh, my gosh. Well, I don't know. I am curious to find out, first of all, uh, we will maybe for the next episode, we will... Uh, ask you if you got a air fryer and what you think um, <laughs> I don't want anything more that takes up space in my kitchen so that, that I can't have thing. anything yeah. more I can't yeah. it's I'd, like having a microwave it looked like on your counter you know so yeah I don't know where I'd, I'd put it and that's been a thing all along yeah I know and certainly uh, they're big enough I'd, uh, some of them that I didn't want to you know lug it back and forth every it has to do more than fry stuff without oil if it's gonna live in my house it has to like do the (laughs) dishes or something i mean i don't know what it it needs to be a multitasker otherwise i'm just not gonna bother but i'm also like you i don't do deep fry i just don't i mean i'll saute that i i I cannot go beyond the saute line (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) i just don't want to yeah no we don't want to um I, I do want to uh, just give everybody a heads up that uh, uh, KMUN Pledge Drive is coming up r- pretty darn soon. It might even oh. be, Linda Perkins, that our next show is during Pledge Drive. But I just want everybody to know that w- the big um, annual spring community radio celebration is uh, on the horizon. And um, so something to look forward to. Yeah, we sure appreciate how everybody out there supports us. Yes. Uh, we couldn't do it without you. Thank yeah. you so much. We'll talk more about that next time or the time after I 
am unaware of the precise dates. I have not committed them to memory, but I know that it's uh, <laughs> coming up in the middle of March. We're going to start uh, our spring pledge drive online as we have done the last couple times because uh, we're not allowed to leave our homes. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. <laughs> we, we are coming perilously close to uh, the top of our uh, time limit. Linda, is there anything else we don't want to fail to mention to folks this time? I'm thinking I can't think of anything. There's, Can you? No, there's no big holidays or anything coming up. I mean, I have lots of other cooking stuff to talk about but not in um you know 30 seconds yeah <laughs> so well there's st patrick's day so get out your green food coloring oh gosh <laughs> i need to stock up i have none i'll get busy no, i'll get busy I'll, I'll get busy i'll just pour cream to menthol and everything how about that <laughs> Woo-hoo, better solution and more iris <laughs> <laughs> linda thank you so much thank you so nice talking to you marianne you too okay Bye-bye.